Patreon extra episode. My name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig, and our guest tonight, she's been on the show before a couple of times, actually. You know her already. Third time or fourth time? Uh, Uh, This is actually the second time I've been featured. Probably like fourth or fifth if you count the times I was walked in on Duncan doing it. <laughs> That's true. And and you were on our episode sixty nine special. So sure I, I, I would count that. Not the, I, I'm sure it's, sure it's not the only thing you've walked in on Duncan doing. Oh no. <laughs> I live with a twenty two year old. <laughs> yeah. Well sometimes you just gotta get that venom out. I just uh, imagine your and- your bedroom just looks like, you know, like like Peter Parker and Spider Man one with just webs of just goo everywhere. <laughs> so I am quite happy about that. But it's Kyla Grace that you're listening to, everybody. <laughs> Woo! You you can read. You saw her name on the episode. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And, and this is our bonus episode for Patreon, so you guys know what we usually do. We're going to tell some open mic stories. Kyla has anything that she wants to talk about. We're going to talk about that, too, and we're going to have a good time. But, uh, Kyla, what, what have you been doing lately? How, how have things been for you since the, uh, the listeners have seen you on our podcast? I guess I've done the murder mystery number part two since I've been on. And so Jason actually got to be a part of it. That was fun. I had a blast doing that. I can't wait till there's you do another one because I definitely want to be a part of the next. I one. love that. I love hearing that. Like the actors had a good time. The brewery loves us. I got to play a really a old man, so it wasn't that mar that far of a stretch. So I originally wrote that part for Brian King, but I love how you also fit for that role. <laughs> so you know, it's um, weird. I sh- I I went to the uh, the thrift store the day before, and I got like this old tweed jacket, and you know, like a button up shirt, and I got some old man glasses, and I had one of my uh, a hat that my dad gave me. My dad's really into wearing hats, but he gave me a fedora. And I looked like Dr. Henry Jones from uh, Last Crusade. Like, it was awesome. Nice. I, I put it on, I looked just like my dad. I was like, holy shit. Dude, funny enough, you look like Sean Connery now. <laughs> I'm, hey, I'll take it. That was a good-looking man. <laughs> He's already started to decay. <laughs> Should have sent it to the Marx Brothers. Now, what did E say at the roast the other night? You look like you're covered in elbow skin. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. That, that was, was so funny, dude. That was so funny. Terrell was like, nope, you won. You won after yeah. that. Eddie is so hard to battle because, like, like instantly, because he, he gets you with his rebuttals. Like, his jokes weren't that great, but he, like, fucking kills no, you with what he says about like- your jokes. He's snappy like a schoolyard girl. I know. (laughs) Hey, guys, I hate to do this. Can we pause for, like, one moment, and I'll be back in just a minute because apparently someone's at the door. Oh, I thought you had to poop. No, I'm going to pause. I'll be right back. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Okay, and we're back. Sorry. All right, we're back on the episode. Me and Kylo didn't know if you, like, actually stopped the episode or not. I mean, I guess I could have left it running. I, I, I could have, but I didn't think about that. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. We were talking as if we may or may not have been recorded. <laughs> what did you talk about? 
Uh, you know, just the N-word and how much we hate black people. Awesome. Because um, <laughs> that's what we're I'm all about. Kidding. <laughs> but no, Eddie was so fucking hard to roast, dude, because he like, first of all, he's very handsome and big and muscular. Mm. Like, there's not a lot of glaring weaknesses. <laughs> like, and, oh, gosh, you have good looks. Like, how right. are <laughs> It's like, He's wow. a very, very handsome man. So all I, over you. Right. Try, trying to find something to roast him about was daunting, and I'm kind of glad that I got knocked out. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't going to make it to the end, but it was really hard to write jokes for some people, especially him. Yeah, yeah he was I definitely the toughest cookie write for Rose. I mean, I think all three of us have been in the same roast together. Granted, mm-hmm. y'all are much better at it than I am. But at the same time, it's still really hard to write roast. And it's not even that you write roast. I think it's more of the delivery too. Yeah. And how yeah. well you actually make, because I can write jokes all day about somebody, but if I don't deliver it the right way, it's not going to do anything. And the problem is too, is, is not only having to write roast, but having to write roasts for specific people. And especially when it comes down to somebody like me and Jacob, it's hard to write stuff for Jacob that like is universal. <laughs> like everybody could laugh right. at. Cause like most of the shit I can make fun about Jacob about is like stuff that only a couple of people would know, you know? Yeah. Your, your pop collection is <laughs> because you don't have the complete set of that at all. Yeah. Or something. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you can state, like, you know, Jacob collects pop vinyls, and then here's a joke about his pop vinyl collection. But, you know, that's why I made it to the finals and you didn't, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, I told you from the beginning. I, I was getting paid either way, so I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But anyways, that, w- that was a fun time. I got I got kind of mad at the whole uh, production aspect of that at the end yeah, it. was of it, a little but, bit of a uh, mess, and uh, I, I don't think they're ever going to ha- have comedy shows there ever again because it's not oh, a good well, place to do shows. It's just I not. talked to the owner after the show, and, and she actually offered me to do a show there if I wanted to. I just don't want to. No, it's I think it's beating a dead horse with a stick kind of thing. It's like it's already been dead for a while. It was going downhill for a long time before we finally stopped doing shows there. And then like now all of a sudden we're trying to bring it back. Like you can't think that's going to be a success right away. Well, plus right. you're, you're trying to do comedy shows and roast battles and, and stuff that you would be normally be like ticketed events like the roast battle was. It's really hard to do that when you're a restaurant. Like if you stopped doing like a menu and only did like a limited menu at a certain time, like eight o'clock, everybody that walks in the door after seven thirty is like, Hey, at eight o'clock, we're only doing certain uh, foods. But if you want to stay, you know, there's a, a, a door fee or, you know, like everybody after eight, eight o'clock has to, has to pay to get in. And then right. you make it more about drinks and maybe well, appetizers, but the the thing is, is that everyone who came to see the show was actually really happy with the with you know the whole production. It's just the actual production and the actual comics that kind of got screwed over. Yeah. Well, the service wasn't that great. I'm not gonna lie. Service to y'all. wasn't I mean, good. No. <laughs> I I walked in and first off, he was gonna charge me for a ticket when I was only there for the second half of the show. And then third, I sat at the bar for 20 minutes before he finally made me a vodka soda. 
I'm like, come on. That's why I was telling everybody that came in, everybody that came in, I was like, if you get a drink, you might might want to make it a double because you're not getting another one. <laughs> I waited not. an hour for a Diet Coke. And he and Jacob got mad at me because at one point I walked up to the bar and Jacob would have been standing there for like, you were there for like 30 minutes waiting to get yeah. served. I walk up and the dude immediately comes up to me and he's like, what can I get you? And Jacob's like, I've been here longer than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. And you only wanted a water. Yeah. I only wanted a Diet Coke. <laughs> it's not much different. But anyways, I don't. I don't want to get I'm still I'm still mad about that, by the way. I'm still mad about that whole thing. So I don't want to talk about it until I'm not mad well, about it. Anymore. Y'all didn't walk over to Kelly's afterwards and saw the acrobatic interpreted dance of the bath salts outside of Kelly's. I, I like, walked over and, there, but I was only there long enough to get paid. Dude, so no, too. we were all hanging out there and this dude comes up on a bicycle and he kind of crashes it trying to get off. And he was like, yeah, right, you stay there, like, talking to the bicycle. And then he started, like, flailing, and he took off his shirt. And then he was like, oh, it was a whole dance. And then he starts picking up his bicycle and, like, wailing it like it's a bow staff, like he's Donatello in the Ninja Turtles. And we're all just standing there, like, is this guy for real? And then he actually comes up to us, so I get a little scared. Luckily, I have, like four people in front of me and he's like philosophy humanitarianism sociology these are all things that we think of and then he just runs off again stays <laughs> away like, well the thing is, is he's college right. education like, he's definitely correct off. those are things that we think of. right and it's like, <laughs> like hmm we were learning things outside of Kelly's. Why do I fun. miss all the good stuff? Always. All the crazy shit happens after I leave. The, yeah. <laughs> because you always leave before midnight. And yeah. that's when things start going hey, downhill. I right. learned at a very, in my 20s, that nothing good, nothing, mark my words, li- listen, heed my advice, nothing good ever happens after midnight. That's bull because we left Kelly's and then we came back here and there was like six of us here. Um, I didn't have comedians leave my house until four in the morning. And, I don't want um, comedians in my house till four in the morning. That's something that's not good that happens after midnight. I'm definitely like not feeling well yesterday. So I guess we were having a good time, but there was definitely a price to pay. Yeah. Well, someone's house is different. I think. Like, I don't want to be out somewhere past midnight. Yeah. But I'll I'll go back to somebody's house and hang out until however long. Yeah, being out like in public. uh, I mean, uh, hell, a rooster got murdered in downtown Ocean Springs Uh, after midnight. (laughs) Rest in peace, Carl. R.I.P. Should have got him on the podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I just, I think that whole situation is so funny because, I mean, my dad lives downtown. And when I tell you those chickens are actually a pest for people like my parents who do a lot of gardening, I mean, they are a nuisance. And it's so funny that, like, I mean, it's not funny because technically he was a pet almost, a twisted anchor and all these people that were taking care of him kind of thing. I mean, when you see an animal on a daily basis, yeah, you're going to build a with them 
Yeah, but I don't think he was much of a pest himself to to any surrounding. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's more of a pet. Yeah, because he, he got he was a pet. He got so, fed but, and watered. Like he didn't have to forage right. for food, you know. Right, and so I think the whole situation is so funny, and so um, and it's a fun debate to talk about though too. It's like. We're not debating war. We're not debating politics. We're debating about the life of a chicken and what value did it have. And so I find it quite interesting. And so, I mean, especially since when my dad bought his house downtown, it's actually when the great chicken escape happened. And so, so y'all know how the wild chickens got to downtown Ocean Springs? No. So Sweets, that's over there on Porter Avenue, it used to be by the, oh, it was, it still is. The greenhouse on Porter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The bar that's right across the street from it. Sweets has been there forever. Oh, yeah, they they do the chicken shit drop. They do a chicken shit drop. Well, the summer after Katrina happened, somebody got drunk enough and let all the chickens loose. (laughs) See, nothing good ever happens after midnight. (laughs) No, this was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. See, nothing good ever happens (laughs) at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) Right. And so ever since then, downtown Ocean Springs has had, like, wild herds of chickens all over the place (laughs) and so if y'all remember the general who was like the first named chicken of downtown ocean springs i don't remember the general i only remember carl and carl 2.0 so carl 2.0 is the one that just got murdered carl point one was the one that got banished for attacking a kid well the general was the one before them he also attacked a kid so these chickens were not afraid of people like at all (laughs) Jacob. When I worked at the Walter, well, when I worked at the Walter Anderson Museum, and I had worked at the cottage, I ran a summer camp there. I always walked the kids down to the park on Washington Avenue. Well, we were walking back one day, and there was a whole herd of them in front of the cottage. And I'm trying to shoo them away. I'm like, "Go away, go away!" And they're looking at me like, "Who the fuck are you?" And so they weren't afraid of people, but they were afraid of dogs. So I had to run up to these chickens and go. Rawr, 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 rawr. And then they would finally like flutter away. Yeah, um, I got some phone calls about that afterwards from the parents. Like, ma'am, there was some chickens and some barking. We're just quite confused about what our children saw today. I said, ma'am, I saved your child's life from the rabid chickens of the downtown. And so. Well, most uh, cities have to worry about pigeons. You know, Ocean Springs just has to worry about chickens. So I'd rather deal with chickens. Attack children. (laughs) Well, and that's what I'm saying. And so the general and Carl point one, I mean, granted you shouldn't let your kids go up and pet strange birds. But at the same time, when the chicken is like going for a throat and like really going to, like mess up these kids yeah the chickens sometimes have to go (laughs) but carl 2.0 he was sleeping soundly and not bothering anybody and there was a legal sign that says please do not touch the chicken and that woman completely ignored it and walked away with the chicken yeah well carl 2.0 was a nice chicken he never never right that's what i'm saying he He never attacked a kid yet He wasn't given the chance yet. <laughs> right. I say I knew that Carl one had like disappeared, and I was like, "Why isn't anyone? Why wasn't anyone upset about Carl one?" I did not know that Carl attacked a kid. Yes, and so that's what happened there. Uh, this is poor Carl. this is a good bit for outside of Mississippi. 
I know. I've been trying to get a hold of Netflix. There's an agency that goes through Netflix. And I'm like, look, if y'all bring camera crew, there's going to be a court hearing on May the 4th, and we can do a whole thing about all of this, the history of the chickens and what's the value of the chicken. And my favorite is, is Hart's Chicken is like literally three blocks away from where Carl disappeared, and they sell over 200 pounds of chicken a day. So it's like... <laughs> Somebody ate Carl. No, but you know what I'm saying, though. It's like, why are we valuing this chicken's life so much? His name Carl. And then the memes. The memes are cracking me up. One guy posted a photo of a chicken-shaped cloud, and he's like, Carl, he's watching over us today. (laughs) I've been calling him St. Carl the Cop. And... (laughs) And so it, it is. It's a funny situation of my wonderful hometown. Well, I think as soon as you name anything, it instantly gains value. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Anything with a name, it's like, I don't care about this nameless chicken that's in my three-piece. I care about <laughs> Carl. Yeah. You should start naming your three-pieces now. Because Carl rose, rose above his uh, status as just... A chicken, you know, like and most he was chickens. Too, he was like a prize-looking chicken. If you put him in a, that was pair, a nice cock. It was what I'm saying. It was a pretty cock. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what it is that that makes people love animals. Like like why it's okay to go to Hearts and eat chicken, but still. Lo- I mean, I think it's totally human nature to 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 eat meat but still love animals i think you can yeah, do no, that but... I, believe me i'm not so duncan's a hunter and i'm not a hunter whatsoever but just because i'm not a hunter doesn't mean i'm not going to sit there and eat a whole kfc like yeah. bucket you know what i mean right. i mean i would love to live in a world and I, I wish we could do this where we could still have factory farming but with better farming practices like not torture the animals well, we're getting there we're really getting there and so um give the animals a nice life but a quick death and and we'll, right. we'll be okay and so and i think with how our world is getting so much smaller with cameras and the internet and everybody's yeah. getting so much more personable those things are not pleasant to see yeah. and so that's why things are changing like that i mean if you there's like dairy farmers all over TikTok and they'll show the videos of how they're taking care of the cows and doing this and doing that. Granted, they're not Instagram model cows, but they <laughs> are still, definitely they're still living beings. Like they deserve respect. Right. You know? Right. But I, I don't know. I, I am I'm actually excited and I want to be one of the first people to try lab grown meat. Like a lab-grown okay. steak, I want to try yeah. it because I think that's going to be awesome. It's going to be the we best already have tasting that. steak ever. This is my conspiracy theory for the day. So there was like a couple of years ago, like before COVID, scientists like there's this big story about test tube burgers. Science mm-hmm. scientists made a burger in a test tube and fucking gave it to people and ate it, and it's supposed to be like taste exactly the same and just be like a, a solution for food. I think that we've been doing that for a very long time and that that shit that we're buying is from test tubes 
Because there's no way that there's that many cows to this many people. There's no, but it's true. It only takes two people. years for a cow to be full grown before it's up for slaughter. And so they're really, so I have cousins that actually raise cows in upstate New York. And so you would be surprised. You get a lot of meat from just one cow. I and think so they're in my, on it. My, my thing about it is, is when you do something like that, the test tube, granted, it's still considered meat and it still has DNA and stuff like that. That's a lot of genetic mutation. That's a lot of things that you're putting into your body that just weren't supposed to be there in the first place and so yeah um, but at the same time it, we could also the more we learn about it the safer we could make it as well okay, because you're yeah, with factory farming like why do you think there's so much like like disease as far as like you know like uh bird flus and stuff like that because these factory farming practices are just gross the meat gets contaminated right and there's you know there's there's what, mad cow disease that went through england like years ago like we could just eradicate all that shit just by having like this steak you could leave out on the counter for like three days and it's still good you know like there's no we could end world hunger that sounds scary to me though <laughs> being able to leave something out like that what a, i mean you eat you can technically mcdonald's do french fries right now but that, that's so many preservatives <laughs> though that's what i'm saying yeah, well, yeah, dude, it's too late for me to start caring now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we already been at this point, so yeah. I'm gonna eat a three day old Big Mac. I mean, I don't want preservatives. I just want them to be able to give me a piece of meat at the store. Like, I can go buy a steak, and I know that there's like there's no mad cow disease in it. There's no botulism. There's no, you know, yeah. salmonella. It's just like it's just a nice cut of meat that I don't have to worry about any weird. Granted, the Bugs. USDA does a really good job of already making sure that by the time it gets to the grocery store, it's already been tested. It's already been packaged well. It's already taken care of. And so we already have those regulations. And so, but that's what I'm saying is with the video universe now that we're in, like with TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, and but everything. think of all the stuff you could do with that steak, though. Like you could have, you could have yeah, like, like hamburger that it's already got all the flavor with it. Like you could genetically make it taste like the best barbecue Whoa. burger and you don't even need to put barbecue sauce on it. It just has the flavor of like the best barbecue hamburger on the planet. I could genetically engineer some Tony Satris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is great. Why are we doing this already? You could have hey, a steak we've... that tastes like a one steak sauce. <laughs> we've, been talking, we've been talking about chickens and meat for almost 30 minutes. Yeah. We, we should talk about, uh, Kyla, uh, since you know you've been doing uh, all these successful uh, murder mystery dinners and everything, what are what are some of the like uh, craziest or or not so successful like open mics or shows that that you have experienced? So two weeks ago, I don't know if one of y'all were there or both of y'all were there. It was such like a surprising magical moment. I, I don't even remember the audience, but I was at the juke joint and I'm doing a set and I'm in between like the bit and the joke part of the set. And so, you know, where there's that like 0.2 seconds where the room is quiet before you actually- Yeah, I was, the I was there. <laughs> okay. Somebody ripped a fart so loud, the whole juke joint heard it. I got heckled by a fart. 
And it was literally, I, I couldn't even say anything afterwards. How can I out joke a fart? Like, there's no way I can be funny. No. I was like, I guess that's my, as a comedian, I'm done. I can't be any I, funnier than this. Personally, if somebody, if I'm on stage and right, right, like in the silence of right before the punchline, somebody rips like a nasty fart, I'm just going to be like, I can't follow that. I'm done. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what happened. It was at the back door of the juke and it made, I heard the sound all the way up on the stage. So, you know, the whole bar heard it and literally we all froze for a minute too. Like, like Brittany stopped a drink and like everybody just sat in silence for like two seconds and I look at I'm like what the fuck was that like what <laughs> what was that I guess that, that's the end of my set good night like, that, like I, I, I was kind of able to pinpoint where it came from and it was this like old like 60 year old so, boomer so Wait, was it this has been up for discussion many a time since it's happened too. Like I said, there were so many people there for this beautiful moment that everybody is talking about it. And so we were talking about it after the roast apparently. And so it came, we went under an investigation. It was like the hunt for the murderer of Carl. And we were all talking about like, okay, so it was from the back, but it wasn't over here and da 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 da. It turns out it was actually a very pretty girl. Yeah, it's the girl, I forgot her name, but she hangs out with, she comes in with uh, Chris Weatherly. I didn't want to use her name, but yeah. <laughs> I know her name and I want to use it. It, it was she, her? It wasn't yeah, an actual fart. Her. She claims she that she did it against the guy's, her boyfriend's it, neck or something like that. Well, that that might make sense because they were like no, making it was out from her when butt. this happened. It was from her butt. <laughs> Crane said he smelt it. Brianna hey. said they smelt it. It was a real fart, guys. <laughs> the butt the butt is where the poop is we found right. this out no, last it was episode the real part. that's what happens when you eat genetically made meat gentlemen yeah that's why we eat real meat so we don't <laughs> fart in the juke joint and everybody and here. you know what's fucked up about that whole incident is i was in the bathroom i had to pee right oh, when that happened and thing. i came back out and like the room was silent and i'm like what just happened? And everybody, like, you said something, the whole room busts out laughing. And I'm just like, what just happened? Like, and, and, You missed the moment. You I missed, missed the magic. it. I miss so everything. It was, it was a beautiful moment. And I think it just proves that, like, farts will always be funny. Oh, always. Always. Yeah. And they've been funny throughout history. The Canterbury Tales, which is one of, like, the first, like, series ever written in Old English. And there's fart jokes all in it. It's like literally for over a thousand years, we've been documenting how we think farts are funny. Here's a question and, for you. Hmm? Have you ever farted yourself awake? Yes. I've farted and woken Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Duncan's farted plenty to wake you up too. He has a hilarious story where apparently I was farting in my sleep and I was laughing at myself in my sleep I would like rip one and be like huh like <laughs> laugh at it afterwards and he says that's the moment he knew he loved me very very much <laughs> yeah my girlfriend is such a sleep farter 
and like sometimes we'll be like sleeping butt to butt and i'll just feel a vibration that wakes me up <laughs> and she's just farting in my butt uh, there, there was one time i came out of the bathroom and into our bedroom and it smelled so bad in our bedroom that i went back into the bathroom to make sure that our septic wasn't overflowing <laughs> I, it smelled like a septic tank it was so bad and like two months and i came in and i was like do you smell that what is that smell like something's wrong and like two months later she confessed to me. It's like, remember that time you came into the bedroom and you thought that the septic tank was backed up? I farted. And uh, I was like, that is the worst fart I've ever smelled in my entire life. Um, I need to make a confession real quick. I need to have him. Oh, <laughs> this is an open micers exclusive. Right, come here. Oh, he's on the toilet. Uh, um, <laughs> I can tell you the loudest I've ever farted. Uh, I I had a rash on my neck once, like because of uh, ingrown hairs, and my doctor gave me some like steroid stuff to uh, to get rid of it. Uh, the the dermatologist did, and the, the one of the uh, what do you call it? The um, side effects was gas. <laughs> and I took the first pill that day, went to bed that night, and then like two o'clock in the morning, I farted so loud and for so long that when it hit i i jumped out of bed because i thought somebody broke into the room like i got up ready to fight somebody (laughs) and you realize that somebody something broke out of your ass because i was still farting it was like like it was still going like it was unreal god dude yeah well here comes duncan um so we I gotta, gotta confess something to you. Yeah. <laughs> so we Here were we getting go. ready to go eat sushi today. We were all cuddled up on the couch, and the dog was right there, was the cutest right. little corgi, and it was bad. It was so it was, bad, it and it rigid. lingered. And oh, I just let the corgi take the blame for all of it. So, so um, my conscience is now clear, babe. That was you're not my... the first person to do that. Everybody's blamed a fart on yeah. a dog. I did it one time when I worked at Torrid in the store, and I walked away, and the lady with the baby carriage. She smelt it, and it was so bad it made her check the baby's diaper, and she thought the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you. Some it, the mic goes out when Duncan's talking. Oh, uh, we just came back from the dollar store and we were at the checkout. She had to run back and get something. And uh, she comes back and she said, "I just cropped us to that whole aisle." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I know." And she goes, "How do you know?" I was like, "Cause it followed you to the line." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, is it just me like, or does Duncan look like Beetlejuice before he died? You took a dump so bad that it made your hair stick up. Yeah, it was like an air cannon into the toilet. It just <laughs> well. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, bud. Do you want do you want to sit in on the rest of the podcast? If you have, yeah, if you have something funny yeah. to say, 
we're uh, we're doing open mic stories. Uh, Kyla Kyla gave us one. You said you had two. So what, what's the other open mic? Oh, story the other one had? was the bicycle man. <laughs> oh, 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 the other yeah, one was, was the bicycle man. Oh. You got to talk into the mic, buddy. We can't hear a thing you're saying. It's my computer. Why? Are... <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why the 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 mic keeps going out when Duncan talks. Like it, hello. 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 This way. Yeah, there it is. Uh, it's there on Kyla's side. It's on Kyla's side. So, anyways, there it is. Um, yeah. So when she showed me the picture of the video of the dude, I was like, "Hey, I know that guy." And they asked me how. I was like, "I went to church with him when we were kids." So. <laughs> So now he's just on, well, who knows what? But well, I'm glad he's doing good for himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, he's free. He's he was free. Pretty bust. That was a lot of bicycle to be living around. So clearly he worked out. Yeah. <laughs> Duncan, do you have any crazy open micro show stories? Um. No, I mean. No, not really. <laughs> you're the only person that's ever come on here and said no i got Dude, well there was like a time for like two months straight where like every time i went on stage whether duke or at the district or wherever like shit would just go down during the middle of my set like i remember one dude tried to fight Krangus in the middle of my set that big ass buff bald guy you remember that one i don't remember that Oh yeah, that was that was in the middle thing. of my set. You were the one that ran. You were like, I yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Craig is just not tempered to deal with people. So I had to go get security before this little tiny used to be Marine <laughs> fights this giant fucking meatball steroided up Jersey Shore motherfucker. Right, and then like the next week, that crazy like redheaded bitch came in and we talking over everybody's stuff and she was on something else and dude like it was it was was like two months in a row like every time i went on stage whether it be like a giant group of people come in and they're just loud or i don't know but that's kind of just the shit that helped me get better i guess um you kind of learn to deal with that shit My favorite is when you tell people that you hate them on the stage because they're blockage. Yeah. They're like, well, I hate you. So that's all he says to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really, you know, I hope they pay more and then drive home. Yeah. Were you there that one night that we had that huge incident with that heckler? Uh-uh. Wait, Which wait. one? The, the one that cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like he he was talking, he was ruining everyone's sets, heckling through everybody. He made the mistake of signing up, and so all the comics that he heckled came in to heckle his ass. (laughs) And believe it or not, comics are better at being hecklers than hecklers are. Oh, so yeah. he cr- went out and cried on the front porch and then drove home drunk and got pulled over and got a DUI. But what he doesn't know is I cry after every other night. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. I I've made it a habit to just just cry after every show. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah. Man, uh, when we had all the comedians that were here after the roost, except for you two, apparently y'all are too lazy to stay out. But um, <laughs> we're both old, and we're both old. <laughs> so Pharrell and I were talking about when he was the one that was running the show for a little while, and so this was before Crane came back and everything and so this was like four years ago now um fucking we had a dude sign up to go on stage he like couldn't stand he was so drunk but they still let him on stage and they gave him the microphone to go do a bit or whatever and just start making noises like like sound effects that was his whole set and just like whistling so Brennan, um, the stake and the dude grabs a flashlight and starts like showing it in front of him, and the drunk dude just starts following it like he's a fucking cat gonna pounce on the light. And so wow. that's how we were able to get him off of the stage finally, while he was making all of these noises. See, I miss and all the good stuff. <laughs> that was years ago. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, was it the guy from Police Academy? <laughs> no, it was like <laughs> shitty noises though. They were just really bad. Well, like he was just he couldn't make words. He was just like la 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 la. Ah! <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that being what happens when you get drunk is like I make sounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a transformer trying to learn English. <laughs> That's funny. Well, Jason, I'll... do you do you have any crazy stories from uh, from the last time we did one of these? Um, I don't think anything's crazy happened in the last couple of weeks uh, besides, you know, the meltdown the other night at the roast battle because it was uh, it was hell trying to get paid. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely difficult when you have a bar like that. But I think as a host, I mean, this is coming from somebody that gets paid in checks. Um, I usually ask for checks just because it's easier to keep the document, like the documentation down. So it, I know that I'm going to get paid with a check, which is usually what I ask for anyway. I go ahead and make it clear for the venue. Hey, just go ahead and write me a check. If I'm going to pay people, I should already have that money. You know what I mean? And so if you know that that bar is not up to par or whatever, you need to go ahead and pull it out of pocket because you're the one that's yeah, the yeah. going to pay. Well, and the thing is, is that could have gotten figured out. Like, I literally, I forgot stuff at the bar and went back and then talked to the owner afterwards, who was a really nice lady. And she said, it was like, we were trying to figure out the money thing out when this guy freaked the fuck out on me and told me that he wished my restaurant would burn down. Right. You also can't have a short temper if you're going to be running a business. So, yeah, that is so, a people person. I'm I'm a little miffed after the whole thing last night. Not to mention right. that the whole form and composition of the roast battle changed for the finals for some reason. Yeah, you you got to be consistent as well. Yep. So that's what why... they said, don't, explain to Duncan what they yeah. got. So basically, uh, we showed up to the roast battle and me and Jason, well, first of all, it starts an hour late because 
he's like, we're not going to start until everyone in there is paid for tickets, which apparently on the other end, there was a five top of people who paid for five tickets who were asking for their money back because it started an hour late. So well, that's a whole other charge too. He was going ahead and charging people for tickets even after they already paid for them online. And I heard, like, yeah. People's cash, but, like, people, people would look at and that's on the bar's end actually the the bar right. fucked that part up right but, um yeah so that's a whole thing we started an hour late and then me and jason finally get thrown on stage and we get told while we're on stage because before we're like okay we do two jokes back and forth that's the end of the roast battle we get yeah. thrown on stage and we're told all right it's two jokes at the end of your joke, the other person gets a rebuttal and then a joke. Okay, so now we have to come up with off-the-cuff rebuttals all of a sudden. And we further that out on stage. Okay, whatever. It worked out fine. And then I get to the finals versus Eddie Kane, and it changes from two jokes and a rebuttal to you do as many jokes as you can until y'all run out of jokes. Well, I wrote two jokes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was, and that was, I was the, told. That's what we were told to do was write two jokes each. I'm like, that's right. what I did. I wrote two jokes for everybody just in case because you don't know who's going to make it to the next round. And, so you just write two jokes for everybody. And there was plenty of time between the semifinal round and the final round to be like, hey, you're going to just say as many jokes as possible. And I would have been writing jokes. Instead of just looking and memorizing at two jokes, uh, I could have written other jokes. Just uh, tell me, motherfucker. He told you right before he called you up there. No, while they no, were on stage. While we were on stage. Uh, oh. You could see my face sink because I knew I was going to lose in that moment. I, I knew for a fact I was going to lose. Yes, it was. And that's why I said no to hosting it. Yeah, and that's why I am officially retired from roast battles. <laughs> well, no more. it's not even roast battles, dude. If if I did it, it would have been so much fucking better, and I think everyone knows that. <laughs> so, but let's go ahead and clarify. There's a difference between a roast battle and an actual roast. Right. And so, would you be willing to participate in an actual roast, Jay Robin? Like a Dean Martin style. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that, but I don't want to do any... First off, I don't want to do anything else at District on the Alley. It's just not a good venue to do things at. And two, I didn't even want to do this roast battle to begin with. I got talked into it with the promise of getting paid. It was and and plus I was like I don't want to do another roast battle where half the fucking people in the roast, I don't even know who they are. I don't right. want to write roasts for people that I've never met in my entire, like all these, last time we did some roasts, there's like eight people from New Orleans that oh I God, don't that know so who hard. these fucking people are. People from Panama and like, that was a large roast too. There were 16 people yeah, on that Yeah, how bracket. am I supposed to write jokes for people? I don't even, I don't even, barely even, I don't even know their names. I don't know who they are. I've never heard their comedy that you go to their Facebook page and like, you're just like looking exactly. for anything to like make fun of. And I'm like, you can't, you can't have a roast battle with people who don't know each other. It's just, right. it's not going to work out. Lean over, lean over Duncan. I was like, I can't do that show because first of all, like I'm only mean to people when they're mean to me. So like, I don't, when I see somebody, the first thing I think of is, not something mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, I'm not yeah. roasting people 
brain. So like, I, and my brain don't work fast enough to do rebuttals. And yeah. All that stuff. Unless I just genuinely hate the person, like people at the open mic. So I'll <laughs> roast the shit out of them. Right, and it's like it's it's one thing because like I don't think the 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 person that you know hosted this and produced this or anything has actually sat down and watched how a roast battle is done because all of that material and everything is written well beforehand and there's not any off the cuff shit for the most part. Yeah, like I can't just do a whole final round for the all the money with no material. Right. Well, on a good note, gentlemen, so Kyla's turning 30 at the end of June. Woo! And so I've been talking with the Spoonwater Lounge and everything, and it's not going to be like a paid ticket event or anything. I told him, look, I got all these comedian friends. You can come and just do a thing real quick. Um, lean over, lean over towards the mic a little more because you're you're breaking up. Okay, so it's not going to be a ticketed event or anything. It's literally just going to be um kyla roast for her 30th birthday party and so it's literally um i'm gonna be the queen of fucking england and y'all can just lay it on me (laughs) all right maybe i should do that for my birthday because i'm gonna be 45 in uh 28 days (laughs) oh no we'll just write you a prepaid funeral That'll work. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just bring you a tombstone for your birthday. That'll work. <laughs> we'll get you a casket and everything. With my roasts engraved on it. Yes. Just give me a roast. I'll be happy with that. Just a nice, <laughs> yeah, just, an actual roast. An ice, give me a, some beef. Bro. A nice actual roast with gravy and some mashed potatoes, and I'm good. Yeah, but no, uh, let us know the details of that, and uh, I will I will definitely come by. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I figured I know enough comedians. I'm friends with most of y'all anyway. Um, and yeah. if I'm not friends with y'all, it'd just be even funnier. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like someone that like you actually like hated you from high school shows up. is like, I heard it was the roast of this bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking shit about Carl on a podcast. <laughs> All right, yeah, well, no, we're I, getting I, close I to the come. end, and uh, we need to start wrapping this thing up. So let's uh, uh, – what else we got on the agenda before we get out of here today? That's really uh, it. I've been talking with um, Chandelier. Um, it looks like we're getting close to scheduling possibly a um, sketch comedy show. Sweet. And nice. so, yeah. And that place so, is nice, too. I really like really, that place. It's fun, and um, – I really like the setup, and so I'm still trying to figure out how we can make like a stage or a backstage. I have a few ideas of what's going on with them. Um, we haven't finalized any kind of details or anything, so I'm just trying to put it into the universe that it's going to happen. And so. they gave us free beer, which was awesome. A lot of it. Yeah, a, <laughs> a lot, lot of, of free beer. beer. <laughs> <Wow>. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll keep... Do just- Keep me in mind uh, for that, so I'll Hell definitely yeah. be there. Yeah. I'll do just about I'll, anything for free beer. Uh, well, I, I always need an old man in a skit, so I'm there. Has... <laughs> I'm the token old man now. Right, right. <laughs> bring your bring your cane and your. Oh, oh yeah, God, I still the got them. Glasses. Oh, yeah. He he actually just wears them as an outfit now. Yeah. That's not funny. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, since since this is our Patreon special, I'll go ahead and uh, read off for the month of May what our patrons can expect from Open Micros this month. So 
this Wednesday, we're going to have Robbie Hennig and Jesse McCann from the Old Rob podcast. We're going to have Brian Ibbett from the Morning Stream podcast. We're going to have Patty Dwyer, who still holds the records for the most appearances on Open Micers, fabulous comedian. We're going to talk about her new show in Biloxi. And at the end of the month, we're going to cap everything off with the return of Gooder, everybody. Gooder's coming <laughs> back yeah. at the end no of the band month. Member? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Telling some more road stories. You know we fuck with Gooder. That's what we've got going on this also, month. Also, uh, to the people, um, the, the, we do this extra episode because of our patrons. Um, we do every every month. They, pay, they support the show, so we put out an extra episode every month. And uh, if you are a patron subscriber uh, really soon, uh, our good friend Daniel Salmon from uh, Australia got the $50 tier on Patreon. So now I have to tase Jacob. And yep. we are going to do that video re- here really soon. And the only way you're going to get it is if you're a patron subscriber. So if you yep. want to go give us at least a couple of bucks for the month, you get to watch me tase the shit out of Jacob. And that's going to be up uh, in the next week or so. Did you already do it? Not Did yet. I, I just no. bought it the other day. Oh, wear a diaper. <laughs> oh, he's going to shit himself. You know he is. Get <laughs> his face. We can't hear you, Duncan. I'm trying to hear Duncan. If you get tased, will it smell? Does diabetes have a smell when it gets fried? <laughs> no, there's no. It's it, it'll smell like if you like set a, a Splenda packet on fire. Like that's what it'll smell like. Uh, just so everybody. Every time he talks, he gets further away from the microphone. <laughs> On June 3rd, Jacob and I will have a chug-off. Stone versus drunk versus sober. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you want to see our inner frat boys come out, that's that's where you show up for that. Fantastic. Yeah, we're, we're both going to be team drunk and team stoned that night. <laughs> we're we're going to kind of cross <laughs> streams. Um, and uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be hosting for... Um, Daniel Van Kirk in uh, Mobile at the Alabama Music Box. So if any of our patrons are interested in coming out, that's uh, a lot of y'all are in Pensacola. That's a good halfway point. If you ought to come see your boy, that's about it. Uh, I don't have any book shows yet for this month, but it is my birthday month. So if you want to send me money or, uh, I don't know, uh, gifts <laughs> or Amazon gift cards, that would be nice uh, to tell me happy birthday and thank you for the hours and hours of entertainment that I supply every month. Or just send him retirement home brochures. Let him get a head start. Or pay <laughs> pay for my retirement home. I would love that. Like go to I would live in a retirement home right now if it was paid for. Shit. You like get like like stuff taken care of for you. You get like free lunch every day. <laughs> you get free abuse from the orderlies? No, I'm talking about a good one. I don't want to talk go live in one of those crap ones. And you're more likely to get an STD in a retirement home than you are. Oh, I told yeah. that to my students the <laughs> other day. They were like, what? I was like, yeah, the senior homes are retirement homes because nobody's worried about birth control or anything like that. And so he goes, so Mamaw's just fucking? And his like uh, whole face like just <laughs> changed. And his eyes were open. He was like, 
so old man Pete that likes to come visit her, like, visits her? And like, they ain't got nothing else to do. I mean, just... Right, what are they going to do? Oh, no, you can't die of chlamydia for another 20 years. Bone and watch Wheel of Fortune all day. That sounds lovely. <laughs> yeah, dude. You have seven months left. Yeah, just get it as much as you can. <laughs> but thank you guys for hanging out with us for this month. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Jacob, anything else before we leave this evening? Um, Not really, man. Just uh, uh, if you're on our Patreon as well, we have the videos from the uh, roast battle up on there. So uh, go. This is a very good month. To at least give us a dollar on Patreon yeah. so you can view all this really cool shit we have on there. And the roast battle is, uh, for, between me and Jacob is up on there as well. Uh, the last post that was made on there was a video, link to a video. So go check that out. And uh, if you would like to join the Patreon, it is at openmikers.com. Go head over to uh, TeePublic, TeePublic.com slash OpenMicersPodcast to get our merch. We got stickers and magnets and shirts and mugs, all kind of stuff. And also uh, OpenMicersPodcast at gmail.com. Send us uh, an email. Tell us you love us or hate us. And other than that, we will see you guys next time.